Hi, I'm Stacy Burrows. Hi, I'm Shannon Noel, and, and you're, you're entering, entering a world, world gone, gone good. We're gonna cook that fucking turkey like you've never cooked before. You're gonna travel to a state where you don't live anymore. You're gonna sit down at their table and look them in the eye. You're gonna keep your fucking mouth shut while you eat their apple pie. Hello, my name's Steve, and this is World Gone Good, the podcast where we shine the light into the darkness, or maybe we find the light in the darkness and prove that there is still good out there, and there's lots of it. If you think that this podcast is good, please, by all means, share it with your friends, subscribe wherever you are presently listening to right now. Heck, go on and rate and review us. The more you do, the more good we can spread, and for that, we say thank you. So Mother's Day 2021 is almost upon us, and depending on when you listen to this, it may be happening at this very moment or already happened, so it still counts. Um, Today on our brand new episode, we celebrate moms everywhere, and though you may say that I am not qualified to host because I don't have any children of my own, you rest assured, I've been called a mother on more than one occasion by more than one person, multiple people, multiple times. So we are good to go, people. Okay, what happens when two singer, songwriter, actor, comedian, performer, moms meet quite by accident? They accept their fate and wonder moms activate. They form their own band and brand known, quite frankly, as Mommy Tonk. This is Stacey Burroughs and Shannon Noel's Good Story, and we're going to begin with it by letting you listen to a few of their original songs. You already heard one uh, to open the show. So um, here, slide into this one and let's see what you think. Gotta go to Target, 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 Target, here we come. Here we go. Gotta get some soap, gotta get a lamp, gotta get a brush and toothpaste too. Gotta get a mug, gotta get a frame, gotta get a... Whoa! Whoa what is it? Girl, do you see that shirt over there? You love shirts! Put it in the cards! Gotta go to Target, 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 Target, here we come. Gotta get Clorox, gotta get wipes, gotta get a towel and a washcloth too. Gotta get band-aids, gotta get a rug, gotta get a... <gasps> Girl, did you know they sell wine at Target? When did they start selling wine at Target? We, we love wine! Put it in the cart, put it in the cart, put it in the cart. Put it in the cart, we'll sneak it in the house, we'll hide it in the closet. Ah, dang it. What is it? I don't 
totally forgot toilet paper. Stacy, that is the whole reason we came. Well, you know what that means. <laughs> gotta go to Target, 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 gotta go to Target. Target, I have two incredibly talented women who have accomplished two amazing things. They birthed children, which allowed them to sing music about it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start with a very wide question and then narrow our way in. What is good about being a mommy? (laughs) Well, this is the wrong day to ask that question. I'm kidding. Oh, it's so rewarding. (laughs) Well, the material, the material stays. No, listen. Hey, it's great. It's great. It's fantastic. You make little people, they look like you, sort of, they act like you a lot, which can be great and also can also be (laughs) great. I'm kidding. No, it's rewarding, man. Come on. It's great. You make little people and then you find out when they're about, you know, they get a little bit older and they start saying really like they're funny. Like my people are funny and my house, it is, it's a funny place because you see their senses of humor and you're like, oh yeah, you're my kid. Yeah. I would say that. You know, it's kind of neat. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm a complete narcissist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like them because they remind me of me. It is. It's re- it is rewarding. They're so it's so much fun. Like it's something I don't I wasn't a kid who was like, I'm going to have babies. Like I just never really thought about it. It wasn't something I was dreaming about. Like one day I'll have kids. And then it just happened. And I I can't believe how much fun it is. Definitely challenging and all the things we sing about. And thank God we have this band where we can sing about it, because otherwise, where does all that where does all the drama go? And I don't know. We, I we think feel that's really a, the, the answer to that question is a padded cell. The drama <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because it can, it's challenging and it takes you to places you never thought you'd go. And you're saying things that you only thought your mother or your dad said. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm just like my mom or my dad. And that's me saying that. Or And it gives you an opportunity also to do those things differently, maybe that your parents did that maybe you would do differently. So let me ask you this. How and where did you guys meet? The year was, I don't know, it was probably about 11 years ago. We, uh, I was a new mom. I had uh, a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And um, I heard about this show called Expressing Motherhood. And Steve, I had just done 15 Minutes of Femme with you guys. And I had written this material about the gymboree. And I was like, oh, I haven't done stand-up in a long time since I had my kids. And I need an outlet and I would love to do some comedy, some mom related comedy. And I had a gymboree stuff and I had um, stuff that I had written based on this uh, cr- crunchy granola preschool that my kids were attending. And I submitted it to the, the, the woman who was curating the show. And she's like, ah, oh, we don't do stand up here. And I was, she's like, that's not the kind of story. It's not, it's a storytelling show. It's not a comedy show. And I was like, that's all right. Let me just tell them like their stories and just, please take, take a chance on me. Cause I really want to do the show. And if you have a room full of moms, I promise you, um, I won't disappoint you. They'll, they'll find me funny. I promise. Just trust me. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, dude, 
are you kidding me? Can you just trust that I can like handle like five minutes anyway? And so she said, okay, begrudgingly. And of course, uh, I were now like best friends with her and I meet Shannon and Shannon goes to this rehearsal. Half the stories are really sad. Uh, and half the stories are not, but the ones that were super sad, like left me like bawling at rehearsal. I'm like, oh my God, what have I signed up for? And then Shannon steps on stage after this woman has talked about losing like all of her children. And I'm like, oh my God, what, what the hell? Shannon steps on stage wearing a breast pump and pajama pants and then just delivers this comedy monologue that I've, I mean, I'm still in awe of what I, what I saw, but really what I heard that day, because it was so perfect. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman is going to think I'm weird, but like, we're going to be best friends and she's just going to have to come around to that idea. I'm going to have to begrudge, you know, she's going to have to begrudgingly accept me uh, just like Lindsay did. So Shannon, what happened? What happened next? Okay. So then I, I come off stage or I don't remember which one of us went first, honestly, but the minute Stacy walks on stage, she's carrying this baby monitor and she proceeds to do part of her jamboree act, which basically is like, I hope that I can hear the kids and the babysitter with this baby monitor because the baby monitor is the babysitter. Anyway, it was hysterical. I had, I had a baby in my belly and I had a one-year-old. So I was in the throes of it and just losing my mind. And Stacy comes on stage and does this stand-up set in a storytelling fashion because that's what Lindsay wanted. And she had me in stitches and feeling like, oh my God, I'm not alone in the wor- this world. Who is this woman? And can she mentor me for the rest of my life? Oh, <laughs> can, no, no. Can, can we be comedy soul sisters? We didn't even realize it. We, we went backstage there were like three bottles of wine that someone else had opened and we quickly took them to the corner and drank them all. And uh, Stacy did not mind me sitting there. Pump. Hold hold on. My dog is going crazy. Hey, Hey, it's okay. I thought it was one of the children. I was worried there for a minute. These are our furry children. We, we have our fur children. Uh, And it was great. I mean, we just backstage, we just got to know each other quickly over three bottles of wine and we were cracking each other up. I like, I think a week after the show, the run of the show, my firstborn, who just turned 12 yesterday, by the way, my firstborn was turning one years old. So yeah, this has been 11 years, Stace. Um, he was turning, he, I was having his first birthday party, which in the world of motherhood is a big deal, or we make it such a big deal. And my mom was coming out from Kentucky and I was like, Hey mom, I know this is weird, but I met this woman, Stacy doing the show. And I just, I, I, I really love her and I really just want to get to know her better. Would it be weird if I invited her to Booker, my son's first birthday party? Like, is that weird? And she's like, no, just call her up. So I paged or texted Stacy, and I was like, hey, do you want to come to this party? It's my kids first. It's at some playground. And she's like, yes, will there be alcohol? What time should I be there? <laughs> and I was like, perfect. We are a match made in heaven. And I'm so glad that I found that show. And then I found Stacy. So yeah. So then shortly after that, shortly after that awesome birthday party at the Little Red Barn in downtown LA, um, I was given an opportunity uh, to perform at this charity event. And they said, how much material are they? They said, can you do it? And I said, yes. How much, how much time do you want me to do? And they said, can you do an hour? And I was like, well, yeah, of course I can. Oh my God, you are ridiculous. But I, I hung up the phone and I go, "Uh oh, Desmond, I think I've gotten myself into a little bit of a problem. And he said, why? How much time do they want you to do? I said, an hour. He said, how much do you have? I said, 
20 minutes if I talk right. really slowly. <laughs> and so I was like, hold on, I've got an idea. So I call up Shannon and I was like, hey, new friend, um, do you mind sharing this bill with me? Because I can't fill an hour, but I know that the two of us could totally fill an hour. And so she said, yes. And we did this show where we had one wireless <laughs> mic that we got to wear. And that's all they gave us was one mic. And so we were never on stage together. I would come up and do some stand-up. Shannon would cut up and do a monologue. We'd run backstage. I would put the mic on. Shannon would put her breast pump on because she was literally like pumping for her newborn baby. And I was like, it was hilarious. It was a riot. The whole night was a huge success. Probably the biggest audience we ever had. We'd never even done this material before. But um, we were like, okay, we gotta, we gotta work together. So then we kind of just made that show. We called it uh, I'm not from here, but my kids are a uh, story about two Southern women raising their kids in LA. Right. Uh, and then in that song, I did a little bit of like acapella singing. And then after the run of that show, Shannon's like, you know, I sing too. And I'm like, you do. And she's like, yeah, I kind of play guitar. And I was like, well, I kind of play piano. And so that then you start a band. That's what happens next. You start a band. Well, of course. So we did. And then you get a you get a, a school bus and paint it multiple colors and drive around the country. Yes. That is our next plan. Well, it's called it what an airstream. Oh, an airstream. Oh, we're fancy now. Now you two, you you get together. What was the first song together that came out of all this? Well, we started with two songs. One was Shannon's love song for her husband. And mine was was it Farm Box or was it my love song? I think it was your love song for your husband. I think. I can't remember. First time we ever sang together was Shannon's uh, 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 love song for her husband, which basically says, get off your ass, you fucking asshole, you motherfucking asshole. Your mother doesn't live here anymore. And they have the greatest lyrics of all time. Get off your ass, you fucking asshole, you motherfucking asshole. Your mother doesn't live here anymore. No, she don't. Did you want a sticker for taking out the trash? Well, let me tell you what I did while you were on your ass. Did the dishes, pack the lunches, I wiped an ass or two, calmed a baby and a toddler, I could stop it, I'm not through. Oh, she's barely getting started. I folded all the laundry, picked the Legos off the floor, and, and then, then I scraped a cheese stick off the bathroom door. Please don't take this badly, I know you do your best. You're a single-focused man, and you need a lot of rest. Honey, remember, your wife can multitask, I can cook a steak and mend a sock, all while I kick your ass. That is the sound of a marriage getting stronger. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I hop on that and add some like harmonies and some oohs and ahs? And she's like, we were both kind of, we were both kind of like not sure it would work, but we were in Chicago on an Expressing Motherhood show. And I was like, fuck it. There's only one way to know if it's going to work. I was like, I, you just give me a note. I, that's my special power. I can harmonize with anything. So I went out there and I was like, let's just give it a shot. And we knew it. Then it was like lightning. We were like, oh, we're married now. <laughs> and then we did it like with your song. You, I mean, I was playing yeah. guitar on your song and we kept, you, we were out there on stage and I was like, yeah, well, I'll just sing the chorus with you and I'll just yeah. take the, the low line or whatever. And it just was magical that night. Yeah. It was so much it, fun. It just worked. And um. Uh, and it just was like, why, why did it take us so long to figure out that yes, the two of us should be on stage together at the same time. And of course we should harmonize with each other. Like, 
the harmonies are so tight and so sweet and the melodies are so sweet, but our lyrics are of course not sweet at all. Um, which is how we get away with half of the shit we say or sing rather. The, so this, this evolved into mommy Tonk. So here's my question. Where did the name mommy Tonk come from? How did you transition from the old name to the new name? Well, so the old name was just us. Like we would perform in Expressing Motherhood, the show that, you know, where we met. It's a storytelling show and the theme is always some form of motherhood. It's like the moth, but but it's called Expressing Motherhood. And so we would always perform as Stacey Burroughs and Shannon Noel uh, as individuals. And then we started singing together. We were still Shannon and Stacy. Then we got back to LA and my neighbor is as all neighbors in LA is a composer for like a television show. So he has, right. So we're friends and he has his own recording studio. And we were like, Hey, we should record these, these songs, these first two songs and just lay them down somewhere. And we're like, yeah, maybe this guy will give us a, his name is Eben. And they were like, maybe he'll give us a deal. So we worked out a little deal with him and we went to his studio and he's a night owl and he is meticulous and fantastic at what he does. And it was like two in the morning. We'd been recording a song. Now, Stacey and I are both, you know, in the newer stages of motherhood. And so we're exhausted, but also very glad to be out of the house and together. But at two in the morning, we're like, he, Eben says, so, so what do you guys call yourself? And we're like, oh, we should probably, I don't know. And we just started riffing. We're like, well, we kind of play honky tonk music and we're moms. And then I don't know which one of us said it, but all of a sudden we were like, Honky Tonk, Mommy, Mommy Tonk. We're Mommy Tonk. We're like, okay, go online. Does anyone have this name? Look at all the, go daddy, (laughs) type it in. We we typed it in on our phones. It wasn't taken. We sat in that studio. We bought it for like $12 for the year that night. And the next day we made business cards. And I think the next day is when we had another show in Chicago or somewhere. And we announced that we were Mommy Tonk. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? And then we changed like our Instagram. One of our Instagram pages became Mommy Tonk. And then we made a a light up sign. You know, like Elvis used to have his name. (laughs) Right, right. So we, of course, were like, well, now that we have two songs and a band. Right. And an album with two songs on it. We were like, we should definitely have our name in lights. So I think my husband might have. We've we've had a lot of different incarnations of this light up sign, but we went and just got cheap lights and black poster board, and we, and we made a huge sign that said "Mommy Tonk," and it was the cutest thing. And it fell apart; it's fallen apart so many times. But um, it's in a dumpster now with uh, our careers. But what we're saying is, <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is, um, it was fun. It was just like you know, it really was. It was really therapy for us. We were just like, oh my god, I'm so stressed out about this, and. Shannon was working at the Geffen Playhouse at the time and her commute was hella long. And so she'd call me on her commute. And in the hour and 15 minutes it took her to get to her office, we would have vented about what was frustrating us. One of us would have said something really funny. And the other one's like, okay, that's something, write that down. Or we record it on our phones. And by the end of the day, I would like go up to the Geffen Playhouse and we'd write in the parking garage <laughs> because that was our workspace. And, um, we would have a song and then we'd be like, well, I guess we got to shoot a video and everything's just, you know, iPhones and whatever we had on hand, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of plastic baby dolls. And uh, exactly. we're like, yeah, I think we're really something now. 
that, there's a there's a big amount of magic there. I wanna I wanna jump back for one second because what made me laugh what you said about you you chose a name and then you jumped on GoDaddy. I think that's every creative because I know that's me all the time where I'm like, oh my god, this is such a good. Oh, I'm working on something right now called Was. I'm like, oh, Was is such a good title. Hey, let me IMDb. Has this ever been a movie? No, oh, no, it's ever no. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? And then you're like, you're yeah. all of us. And then you get on GoDaddy and you're like, all right, now I'm gonna get the dot com. Oh God! Should I get the dot TV and the dot org? <laughs> yes, yes. Should I spend the extra four ninety nine? No. And then it keeps. And then it keeps like you know, as you're trying to check out, it's like, are you sure you don't want to get it? Oh come on! Oh come on! <laughs> do you do you want the embroidered jackets? You're like, well, yes, of course I want the embroidered jackets. I have a business now. <laughs> But that is what's amazing is to like anything is we all collectively know in the creative world that we live in so many people with great ideas who don't follow through on their great ideas. And you you guys took quick action almost like like it is meant to be. And there there has to there has to be some magic to that. For sure. I mean, and then like we could have never predicted what would happen next, but we just kind of like said, oh, well, we should book some shows and we should see if anybody would be interested. And, oh, we should hire a band. Shannon's greatest idea ever was to get a backing band. And they're the best. I mean, they're they're the best. They're three jazz musicians by trade, but they play Americana folk music for us. And they're so good. They can play anything. And they're called the Assless Chaps. And they're our friends. And they're really and they're funny. They're funny. Now everybody's a dad. The youngest, yep. the youngest member of the band, now has more children than all of us, <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> but um, but it's great, and it, we have a nice camaraderie. It's a great partnership. It's a great collaboration, and they make us look so good because Shannon and I can barely play our instruments. But you'd never know that because we pay the guys to make us look like we are experts. <laughs> <laughs> we play enough to write the songs and get us through. And we definitely have performed without them many times. And it's, yeah. and it works. It totally oh, it works but yeah. with them. Oh my God. It's just a blast. W- yeah. Where have you guys performed? Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not, that was not like, I never no, heard no, no. of you. Where well, have you performed? No, 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 That's no, like, no, where no. have you performed? No, no, no. We well, performed in bathrooms. Yeah, we <laughs> We have dumpsters, a lot of dumpsters. No, so at the very, very, very beginning, before we had a band, before we knew what the hell we were doing, we had maybe four songs. Um, we always tend to book ourselves on things that we need more material for, but we're like, yeah, 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 we can do that. We got asked to perform at the Stagecoach Country Music Festival, which is a family festival. And they thought, mommy talk, you go in the kids' barn and you're going to sing music Oh, my kids. God. And we're like... You know, they, they hired us to play in the kids' tent. They really did. Yeah. Oh, God. So anyway, that, that was fun because we just basically censored ourselves. Every song that had like the F word, we just left it out. <laughs> anyway, it was so much fun. But it, it was, was so such a blast. Great weekend. But we've done the house and news, an honor. comedy clubs. You know, um, we did the comedy store. We got a standing ovation at the comedy store, by the way. The comedy store. It was insane. Uh, but that's what happens when you invite all of your theater friends and they're like, oh, huzzah. And you're like, oh, well, nobody really standing O's or huzzahs in a comedy club, but you can totally do that and we'll take it. But um, but yeah, so our favorite place to perform in L.A. is the three clubs on Vine in Santa Monica. They, uh, right before COVID, they did this complete re- um, remodel of the whole space. And it is so sexy. It is so gorgeous. It's perfect. 
And then, of course, we shut it down. We shut that. Oh, that's funny, Shannon. I'm just remembering. We did shut it down. Oh, it was the last and it's us. We're the thing. So we have this <laughs> running joke that every time we perform at a club and have a really good night, it shuts down the next day. I don't know what it is, but we used to do. What were the ones we did? We did that. House of Blues shut down like a week House after of we Blues, performed there. The Far- in L.A. The Farfalla on La Brea. I don't know what it was oh. called when we did it. it was <laughs> room, room five. Room five. Room five. Um, what was the um, the one on Vine and Santa Monica? What was that? The office. Uh, what was that called? It was oh, God. The Cuban I- place and like sagebrush cantinas around the corner. Anyway, we shut that place down. I mean, we packed it. People were like. I mean, it was overflowing with people and we did a night there and then the next day it was like, yeah, we're closing our doors. And then the fucking COVID, we did it. Shannon, this is our fault because we had a good night at the club. Anyway, then we tour. So we do Zanies in Nashville. We do the Lapping Derby in Louisville, Kentucky. We do, we've done churches in Texas. We've done, you know, banquet halls in Harlingen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and this is uh, like, Steve, this is us like figuring out, okay, we want to go on a tour. How do we do this? We don't have a manager. We don't have an agent. We don't have anything except us. How are we going to do this? So we're like, let's figure it out. So the two of us were like, well, let's start with our home regions. Stacy's from Texas. I'm from Kentucky. Like, great. We'll do Austin. We'll do Houston. We'll do Harlingen. Did we do Dallas no, maybe? Or, I don't Dallas, know, not yeah. Dallas, but uh, not Dallas. Um, we'll, we'll go to these places and then we'll do Louisville and we'll do Nashville. We'll do Atlanta. And that way we can drop our kids off at our family's houses and we can tour uh, for a few days or four days, come back and pick up our kids and visit our, you know, visit the parents. And it just worked out. And by doing that, we would just call up the comedy clubs, make a relationship with them, say, hey, I'm from this town. We want to take the stage. And the first year was pretty was kind of difficult. We had to do a lot of pitching of ourselves, but then we sold out every house. And this is again just yeah, us word of mouth, social Instagram, media, Facebook, emailing people, you know, our friends. And then the next year we had a line and we had friends of friends coming. And then the next year the line was even bigger. And so we just grew those audiences. And so we would go back. I think we've been that we've been on tour three or, f- or four times. Now I can't even remember. Or we'll do a one-off here and there if we have the chance to. We can just fly into Houston and do and it. And here's what I'll say about touring with Shannon. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. What is so it? Shan- Careful. Shannon is the activities director as well as uh, t- tour manager. So when you do – we did the Bourbon Trail tour. And so she she basically – we took the band and we'd do a distillery tour in the morning, like mid-morning. We would go do a whiskey tasting. Then we finish our drive to whatever the next town was and then just go take a quick shower, throw in some lipstick, load our gear in, do the show. And then we're just, it's hard work, but somebody's got to do it. (laughs) And uh, luckily our bandmates are great drinkers uh, and they're like fantastic. So uh, it's always fun to tour with Shannon. Shannon has a lot of energy though. I get tired. I get tired. So I'm always like, by the second or third night, I'm like, okay, y'all, I'm going to go to bed at seven o'clock. I'm going to go watch some PBS in the hotel with my glass of red wine. And they're like, okay, we'll see you later. <laughs> like, <"Bye." laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, it's super fun. Miss it. We miss it a lot. We can't wait. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how has it changed now with the COVID world? Have you guys been performing online? Okay. So we've done a Zoom show. 
which we resisted for a very long time. But in December, we were like, let's just see if we build it, if anyone will come. And they did. And, you know, it was a really fun, it was very much um, a one-off, like, show for the people that bought. The good thing about having a controlled amount of followers on your Instagram without going like, oh, we have 5 million followers. We don't. We have 2,000. But I will tell you. Of those 2,000 people, those people know us. They, they're friends. They're friends of friends. They've been to a show. They've heard of, They've heard us on mommy uh, on Expressing Motherhood. So when we do a show on Zoom, it's literally like it's a reunion of our friends, you know. And so we were able to kind of customize it for the people that we knew were watching. And it was a total hoot. It was a lot of work. Shannon transformed her living room into a television studio. <laughs> and it was amazing. But, oh, my God, it, you would have to pay me a fucking five million dollars to do that again because it, it was, was it was a challenge it, was Shannon's. it wasn't even my house i just rolled in with like a pair of boots and i was like oh this is too much <laughs> it was super fun i mean when you watch when you watch that show back you're like wow that was awesome like the fact that we just rolled with it we didn't know what we were doing my husband was here and kind of watching making sure the lights were on us and the camera didn't shake we hired one friend of ours who's a stage manager to come in with her mask on and sit. oh you know caitlin don't you know caitlin do you know caitlin rucker she works with christina wong you know her steve oh i know her name yeah 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 Yeah. 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 she is amazing and she's she's a friend of ours and she came into my house and sat with her mask at a table like 10 feet away from us and ran the zoom and and made sure all the sound was working. And it was so, uh, I'm so proud of us for doing yeah. that. Like, I don't know. We just did it. We Googled and watched YouTube videos and figured out how to do it. And it's being generous when she says we, okay, because she <laughs> did that. And I was just like, what? I don't know how to plug things in. You were back at the hotel drinking wine, watching PBS and Shannon was, doing all the work. Uh, uh- I was craft services, so I was ordering food. I'm like, I'm on Uber Eats. Y'all plug your shit in, and I will order some food for everybody. <laughs> That's the beauty of having of having a business where two moms are the CEOs, because we know how to delegate and make shit happen. We take our skills and we use them. Stay, you know, that's what we do. We divide and conquer, and that's. That's how we've made it happen. Now, would we love a manager and a, a stage manager and roadies and all? Of course. Oh, my God. How amazing would that be? But we got it done and we still get it done. We've we've also performed in other people's shows on Zoom during this time. And we've done that both together and individually uh, supporting each other. And um, during the times when the numbers are really up in L.A., we, we perform separately from our own homes. And then when we feel a little safer and we've been tested or whatever, we get together and we'll try to perform live together from one of our houses. And we've written the entire time together. We've probably written six new songs at least and and done at least, you know, three or four videos. And um, I don't know. I'm just really when, when I sit back and reflect on it, it it's. I'm really proud of us. Like yeah. I, I love that the, this you know challenge has turned into a new creative process, and I cannot wait to be on stage in front of live I people know. again with Stacy on stage. But but we've made it work somehow. Yeah, you know? we're not going to stop. Like we're not going to stop. That's that's the funny thing. We're just kind of like, look, the whole thing was bred out of uh, frustration. I mean, we were two really tired um, moms who were frustrated about, you know, thing mom things. And that's how the whole thing started. So here we have another set of challenges and it's a global pandemic. Fuck that. We can work around a global <laughs> pandemic. I'm not scared of your global pandemic. We've had children. 
as Shannon says, as Shannon says in the show, I, one of my favorite lines of Shannon's is that she says, I'm a, I've had two children. I'm a gladiator. Don't pet me. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't care about challenges. We'll work around. We'll work around your shit. As long as we're alive. I guess if one of us died, then that would be really hard to work around. Oh, Jesus, Although yeah. hologram, hologram. Oh my tongue. God. Oh my God, Stacy. <laughs> Come on. You guys can't, you guys can't even afford a sign. You're going to have a hologram. <laughs> oh, well, it, it'll be a DIY hologram that we look at YouTube. Tutorials. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it's like made with mirrors and sunglasses. No, it's going to be made with um, popsicle sticks that yes. your children will uh-huh. be. They'll be at your funeral weeping, but I'll be standing there going, eat this fudgicle, Jimmy. I need to get eat more. Eat it for the hologram. That's hilarious. <laughs> eat it for the hologram. For the hologram. There's like pipe cleaners. Oh, my God. So you you both just you just both landed on something that I really wanted to land on here to uh, wrap up with. And then I have three questions for you. But there's a whole lot of people out there who – reach a point in their life who just go, well, you know, I'm a mom now, I'm a dad now, or or whatever, or I'm or whatever it was that I wanted to do didn't happen for me. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what have you guys learned and what would you tell people out there um about still going for those dreams? Well, I would say that if you if you if you push your own person aside who you were before you became this mother, um, you're really not doing yourself any favors and you're certainly not doing any favors for your children. My kids have watched me and Shannon create something from nothing. And I think they're getting a better sense of, well, first of all, they have a happier mom. When I'm working, when I'm doing this with Shannon, I'm a happier mom. You know what I mean? Because I'm not cheating myself out of the experience of enjoying the things that make me happy. Um, and your kids need to see that person that you are, unless you're a meth addict. If you were a meth addict before you were a mom, you should probably quit that and just stick to mommy. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's like, you know, you need to demonstrate to your kid that if you have a thing that makes you happy, keep doing that thing, despite your life circumstances changing. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of people get stuck in the rut when they become a parent that there's just no time. I don't have time, but that the truth is you do have time. You just have to find the time. And it's not that it's easy, but once you figure out that part of it and you're like, okay, how do I make the time still have time for my family and my kids and to do the things that I want to do as a mom, but also pursue this career, this passion, whatever it is for you, you just have to look. I would, I would suspect that, you could say, I don't have time for anything in your life. Like I don't have time to go to the grocery. I don't have time to brush my teeth. Of course you do. You just have to figure it out. And then it kind of becomes a routine and you change the routine as needed based on whatever else is going on in your life, your family's needs, the ages of your kids. But I think people might give up a little too quickly. And and I I hope that, I think Stacy and I have encouraged people because they see, oh, if these two girls can do it. No, I'm just kidding. No, but they do. It's true. We're real people. We have real lives. We don't, we're not millionaires. We don't, like we said before, it's just us. We don't have, you know, and I mean, our husbands are amazing and they help us all the time as much as they can, but, but they watch us do it and they're like, okay, this is encouraging because I know that this is possible and let's, let's just figure it out. I just need to sit down and figure out when I'm going to make time for this. And then I'm going to commit to it and do it. And it is going to be challenging and hard and you are going to be tired. And then you're going to feel like a million dollars after you create something that you love. And like any artist, 
every song we could always make better. And we do. Sometimes we change the lines the second. I'm telling you, like, the, the minute before we walk onto stage, we're like, oh, my God, no, 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 you say that this time. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay, let's go. It's always growing. It's always changing. And I just think a lot of times moms or, you know, parents don't give themselves permission to just go with that kind of flow for themselves. And I don't know. Yeah. I would also add, I would also add that you really, I think a good life lesson is you really need to think about obituaries. (laughs) (laughs) Because what a shitty obituary. It's like, oh, this woman graduated from this university, University of Texas at Austin. She moved to New York City. She did stand up comedy. Then she became a mom, period. And she died. And here's her hologram made of popsicle sticks. (laughs) (laughs) And performing tonight with Stacey's hologram is Shannon Noel. Her hologram. Yay. (laughs) Because we're going to, we're Thelma and Louising this thing out. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Shannon and I have a pact. We are going together at the same time in an old classic car holding hands. And I'm going to throw that guitar right along with us. Woo! So we wrap up these shows with three questions. Don't worry. You know the answers. They're really easy. The easiest question first is where can people find you both online and where can people find Mommy Talk? Shannon, you start. Where do people find you online? Well, you can find me online at Shannon Celeste Noel. That's Instagram. Um, Facebook, of course, is just Shannon Noel. Um, And Mommy Talk, do I go into that now? Yeah, okay, sure, and Mommy Tonk is Mommy Tonk, and that's M O M M Y T O N K. That's at Mommy Tonk. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, although we don't use it that often. We're on Facebook, and we have a website, of course, MommyTonk.com. And we're on YouTube, where we have hundreds of videos from over the past 11 years. Um, and that's also at Mommy Tonk. Oh, oh, and our album. Stacey. Sorry, Stacey. Oh, yes. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Shannon. Well, that's the important um, stuff. We have an album uh, that came out a couple of years ago, and it's called Nailed It because that's what we're doing every single day. We're nailing. Hell yeah. Um, and it's <laughs> with uh, with our assless chaps. So it's Mommy Tonk and the Assless Chaps, and it's called Nailed It. You can find it on anywhere you listen to music, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Uh, there's links to it on all of our pages. And um, it's a great album. It is not for children, of course. Number Song number 14 is the only song. Unless they're cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> my kids were yesterday honestly on the way to this uh paintball thing singing uh farm box and benadryl oh, which just kind of came on good. in my mix yeah um and that was a blast because those are full full-on full-on f-bombs okay uh yeah that's 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 mommy tongue <laughs> stacy where do we find you okay so i am at stacy burrows on instagram stacy burrows on facebook and I have another project I'm working on called No Good Drunk. And that is a fucking very, it's a departure from the comedy. But it's, uh, it's something I've been writing for a while. And that's on Instagram only at No Good Drunk. So there's two questions yes. I'm going to ask each of you. Um, again, you can relate this back to anything we've already talked about or anything that comes to you. I'm going to start with you this time, Stacy. Here's the first question. Who inspires you? Oh, my children. <laughs> just kidding um who inspires me so the people that like when i sit in their audience and i go are you fucking what did i just see so i would say the number one would be tim mention um musical comedy guy also wrote a lot of scores for broadway he wrote groundhog day and matilda he's just a phenomenal lyricist and a really great performer 
Um, so that would be the person, I guess, most recently that I would be like, yeah, that guy, he's doing it right. But, you know, hell, I fucking, I could talk stand-up comics for, for hours with you. But I love Lenny Bruce and I love Bill Hicks. And when I listen to their comedy, it it resonates with me because they're not just being funny. They're saying something. They're, they have a message. They have they had an agenda rather, <laughs> um, but, um, but they made it, they made it funny. So yeah, those are, those would be the ones that I would say. And also Shannon Noel inspires Aww. me every day, every Aww. day. Aww. Well, that's Shannon who inspires you. Well, my early inspirations were Weird Al Yankovic and Julie Brown, who's saying, cause I'm a blonde and the homecoming queen has a gun and all of those songs that I just <laughs> loved when I was a teenager. And I loved Weird Al, still love Weird Al. Um, love like comedy duos, modern duos like Flight of the Concord. And I am a huge fan of Dolly Parton. I love her music. I love her spirit. I love her everything. Um, and Stacy, of course. Oh, what? Yes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, we're married, you know. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah, 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 I would say, and I do, lo- I love a ton of comedians. I have. I love Jim Gaffigan. I am so oh, like, yeah. into him right now. Um, he just cracks me up and did all through the election. And I just, I love his honesty and his like unapologetic uh, faith, which I also just love the way he speaks about that so openly. And yeah, yeah, there's so many, there's so many people. <laughs> I love fire. that Shannon's inspiration is a Christian comic. And my inspiration is an atheist called Tim Minchin. I think that's funny. This is good balance. We're good balance. We're good for each other. This is the final question for each of you. I'll start with you, Shannon. It can be anything you want. Tell me something. Easy, easy, easy. Tell me something good. Tell you something good. Gosh. Oh, God. (laughs) That's the first question. There's so many good things. Um, right. What I have recognized that is good during this time in our lives, which is a pan, there's a pandemic. We are quarantined mostly at home. Um, our children have not been to school and, um, I have really been able to learn a lot about myself and my husband and my children by just being here and realizing the people pleaser in me, although I'm still a performer and we're still doing this, but the people pleaser in me has not has learned that, oh, I don't necessarily have to do that. Does this, does, is this making sense? Like this has been such a good time for inner reflection and coming to terms with who I really am and feeling so confident about the things that I have accomplished and that Stacy and I have accomplished and that my family has accomplished and that time together. Um, although yes, crazy and all the other things that go with it, the good in it has been beautiful for us to have this time together, this closeness and this kind of quiet um, where also I don't have to arrange a million play dates. That's good. Yes. <laughs> oh Stacy. Okay. Uh, something good. Something good. So I'm always looking for, um, I got always, I'm really drawn to music. So like if, if there's something a good song or like a, something that just strikes me that just makes me stop in my tracks. And yesterday I stumbled upon something that made me stop in my tracks and it made me so happy that I was like, Oh my God, I can't wait to tell people about this. And it's John, John Baptiste. Actually, it's John Baptiste. He is the piano player from Colbert's show, okay? He has a song called I Need You, and there's a music video out. I think it's maybe a new album that he's doing. Oh, my God, it made me stop in my tracks and go, oh, there is still loveliness in the world and fun and joy and 
yeah. So I would say music, man. Music is the thing that is all can, can music is probably the only thing that can pull me out of a funk. And thankfully there are lots of great musicians who continue to write music despite the fact that it's a pandemic. And also my favorite, and Shannon and I love this band so much. They're called Shovels and Rope. And oh. they are our favorite. And anytime we hear their music, it's just, it just, oh, you feel it in your bones. So music. Can I add one thing to this for Stacey and me? No, I'm editing it out. <laughs> no, this is Stacey. I was thinking about this yesterday because I don't even remember what song came on the radio, but it made me go back to a time when Stacey and I found out about this group called, I think it's to it's oh. choir choir or choir 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 maybe choir choir. Uh-huh. choir 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 and I don't know if you've ever heard of choir 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 but it's these two guys and I'm not going to remember their names they are amazing and in the normal times of life they're traveling around the country putting on these shows called choir 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 you go to this show with a bunch of other people that know exactly what they're getting into and they teach you a song so it's a theme night when the night that Stacy and I went it was 80s night so they teach the audience a song from the 80s and they do it with comedy and they're just amazing speakers they they split the room in half and one half is singing one harmony the other half is singing the other harmony or even a set of lyrics that's in the song and by the end of the uh I guess you do two or three songs in the whole night. So by the end of like 20 minutes, you have learned the song and everyone sings it together and the lyrics are behind them on a huge screen and you get chills. And it's, it's like took- karaoke and choir practice yes. with a large group of strangers. And, and it, it, it is everyone amazing. is oh, it, We did that right before the world shut down. Yep. And we were both tired and we were like, do we really want to go? I don't know. I have tickets. Let's do it. But they've done, oh, they did one with Rufus Wainwright. Oh, my <sighs> God. Singing Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, forget about it. It is so good. <laughs> you know what else is so good? You two. Take us out, ladies. Thank you, Stacy and Shannon, for proving moms everywhere right. You can grow up to be anything and anyone you want to be. You just have to be brave enough to go for it. Check out Mommy Tonk online. And oh yeah, happy Mother's Day. Next time on World Gone Good. And you don't step outside of your daily routine and it just, it, it becomes like it's a who, who, am I a robot or am I actually like a person? 
Chia Davis has traveled the world, reported the news, marketed a rap star, and then she became a mom and launched her blog, Momified, for all the other moms out there needing a dose of good from someone who has not only been there, but is there as we speak. From mindfulness to meditation to the best free, you heard me, free, I said free, Mother's Day gift you can give. Our Mother's Day celebration continues with the oh-so-good Chia, and that episode is now playing because it's amazing month of May. See what I did? Amazing month of May, and you get two episodes every Wednesday. You are welcome. Give a listen, and until then, be good.